Hello, welcome Hello. to the Provoking Thoughts Podcast. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Death. Ooh. Death. Oh, it's so scary, isn't it? Is it? Isn't it? Is it? <laughs> I used to think it was, till I came to India. And you see it everywhere. You know, I think death is one of the is one of the things in our society that we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah, at least in Western society. Definitely. Yeah, in Western society, um, we're not allowed to talk about. It's not something that kids should know about. Uh, and I always wondered why. I mean. Why can you talk to your kids about, you know, um, the sun, the moon, the planets, the, the formation of clouds? Um, Which are all going to die at one point as well. <laughs> it's just all part of the nature cycle, yeah. you know, the cycle of nature. And why is that okay, but you have to have special talk about the birds and the bees, like talking about how kids come uh, to the world which is... Which is the beginning is, of the cycle of life, exactly. which ends in death. Exactly. So talking about that is like an, oh, we need to talk about this. And then talking about death is not even something that we need to talk about. We just need to... Make it non-existing. Yeah, yeah. And what it, happens? What happens when you know when we're trained to think that to not even you know look at death or accept death is that it becomes this overwhelming um, mystery that becomes very, very scary. Well, that's because the know? unknown is always scarier than anything that you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not educate kids? to know that, yeah, you know, your dog got old and he died. And he had a beautiful life and he loved you and you loved your dog and and you played a lot together and it's beautiful and that's it. And you can even break it down into simpler form. You could go out and, you know, watch what happens to the grass and what happens to the flowers and, you know, and, and then just take it kind of life cycle by life cycle. Explain the cycle of the flies. You know, a fly yeah. lives one day. You know, like, and, and just break it down until you finally get to the human yeah. life and realize that it's, it's all not different. It's the same. Exactly the same. You know, we're all, we're all part of this, this thing. And then, it, and then death becomes less of a fascination. But it's, it's our, as humans, it's our, it's our ability to become rational and attached that makes it so difficult. We get so emotionally attached to But I think it's also because we are not taught, you know, that, like, the thought that something might end one day, and I'm not even talking about death, like, a relationship might might end one day, or a job might end one day, or, you know, a thought that anything might end one day is such a scary thing, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that we either... Avoid getting into it from the beginning so that we will avoid the end mm. or, you know, we'll sabotage it to prove that, oh, you see, I knew it couldn't happen any other way. Yeah. 
You know, instead of actually understanding that this is the natural way things happen. They have the beginning, they happen, then they end. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah, some things, you know, can last from, you know, early age to the day you die, and it can last all that time. Like your favorite tree. Like your favorite tree? Your favorite tree will, will probably, in most cases, outlive you. Yeah. Which is quite interesting to think about. <laughs> that it's just chilling there, you know, going about its business, becoming green sometimes, becoming a little yellow sometimes, shedding its leaves sometimes, you know, but it's happily there, the wind blows it, and it's going to outlive you. And you, oh man, we're striving for everyone, oh, we're out there, <laughs> we're out there making it happen, oh my god, we got so much to do! <laughs> Yet that tree is still going to be chilling, and we're going to be like, The tree's gonna be like, okay, I'll see you. I'll see you soon. From the other end. I'm still here. I'm with you on the other end. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, I think it is really. Um, I actually think it's two things. It's vanity on one end. Yeah. And it's. Death is death can be very ugly. Death looks. Speaking of vanity, I mean, look at look at death. The way that death is portrayed in the world, it's definitely portrayed as something that is ugly. Yeah. You know, when you look outside and you see dead plants, we're trained to think that's ugly. That's not, yeah. you know. Of and course. you go out into a forest and half of everything is dead, yeah. you know. And <laughs> it's it's part of the life. And, and, and it you know, feeds and, and the next it, cycle. It feeds the next cycle, you know. <laughs> so it's such an integral part, you know, our dust... It's such an integral part. And of, also of human the, vanity to think that we are unbeatable. We are better than anything else. We are better than nature. We know better. We have our way. Yeah. Uh, we are immortal. Yeah. Um, so that all comes together. And then on the other hand, it's the, I think, just the lack of uh, knowledge and education. Because... And experience. Because if you've ever been around somebody when they die, when they really let out that last breath, they don't look like they suffer at all. And I'm not even going into whether or not there's life after death or reincarnation, all that stuff. I'm not even going into that. Mm. Just on the physical realm. If mm. you look at somebody in the last moment when they die, when they let out that last breath of air, they are so serene. It's like a baby sleeping. Mm. Mm. So how can you be so serene if something so bad is about to happen to you? Mm. You know? And that's the other thing, you know, and, and we'll talk about that, uh, you know, next week when we talk about um, absolute truth and religious, uh, that religious actually train us to fear death. Because it trains us to fear life. <laughs> because if you do this, you're going to die and go to hell and burn for eternity. What is eternity? <laughs> you know? I mean, what is eternity? And, and why are, is one bad thing, like, I don't know, having sex, will make you burn for all eternity? Because, oh my God, you may create life. <laughs> 
Yeah. People are funny that way. The irrationality that we are willing to take in, you know, on account of fear instead of actually looking in and getting educated. Mm. Go volunteer at an AIDS hospice, cancer hospice. See kids who are dying from whatever disease and learn how to live. Because when you have really lived your life, you're not scared to die. Yeah. You have nothing to lose. You've already done everything you wanted. You've accomplished everything you wanted. You're not scared to die. Nothing really is coming to me to say at this particular moment. <laughs> but I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I truly believe, I mean, I'll just refer to the lyrics of the song, you know. And this song was written about a couple that was killed in the Mumbai 2611 attacks uh, in Mumbai. And in 2008. 2008, <clears throat> exactly. And um, it was like the daughter, uh, it was a, a father-daughter relationship, and it was like the daughter came to me and wrote this song for her father. And it was about how, you know, they, they were living their lives exactly the way that they wanted to. They'd come out to Mumbai, they were giving musical healing workshops and uh, it was the daughter's first time in India and they were just so alive, so present, so in the moment, they were just enjoying every single breath, you know, and then all of a sudden something happens and it's, it's gone, you know, so it was like they shared in this, in this final moment, you know, and then light filled the room and swept them away and you know, they shared in the blessing of their connection. They shared in the in the blessing that 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 was their life, that is their life. And um, you know, it's sort of in the words of uh, you know one of <laughs> uh, a musician that I love. I'm gonna march right right out of this life into the next life, like it's a grand parade. Now, whether you believe in the next life or you know reincarnation or whatever, that doesn't really matter. But I do. You know, it's, I actually uh, do. Just wanted to share that. Good. I mean, so do I. I, I believe that, um, you know, a lot of what I <clears throat> am immersed in now is Buddhist philosophies and, and Hindu philosophies of being out here in India. And yeah, I, I'm, seeing, um, I'm seeing that there's definitely a possibility of, of reincarnation in life. So, and, you know, I mean, you've, you've had several experiences with death, um, with your mom, and, and you had a very interesting experience with almost dying in the Ganga. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you feel this experience changed you? These experiences helped me to accept 
death into my life. You know, the the experience of my mom was really the first real deep experience I had with death where I was, but I still, at that point, I was not able to be in the same room when she died. I was not able to see her body after she she went, you know, and here in India, when somebody dies, they, everybody comes and looks at the body, you know, it's, it's part of it, but, but what, what her reflection gave me was that I was able to know that there was something deeper than her physical body that existed on this earth, there was something more than just that physical body that I was so attached to that I needed to have present in my life, and her spirit and her soul continued with me on my journey after that happened, and I had very, very profound experiences um, where I knew, I knew that 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 she was with me. I could call it she, I could call it her energy, I could call it whatever it was, but whatever existed inside of her when she was alive was still existing and was still with me, you know? Mm-hmm. And then my experience with Aganga was when I was able to just like fight through all the resistance of like not wanting to die, flashing through my whole life and going, okay, did I live? You know, and this all happens in a few milliseconds basically. Mm-hmm. And then accepting, surrendering into, you know, the moment, what is supposed to be right now will be. And if it's my time to go, then it's my time to go, you know, and, and that really gave uh, wind and life and breath to my to my whole journey here uh, of life. And, you know, sometimes I forget that experience, but I can really tap into that experience and be like, oh, yeah, you know, just go back into that. I mean, that, that, that fragile point where, you know, it can all be taken away from you in a, in a split second. And I found that when I surrendered and when I let go, it was like, you know, the Ganga just said, okay, well, here, you can have some more. You can continue Float on with up. this journey. Yeah, I floated mm-hmm. up to the top. And I was fighting so hard against it, you know, like, no, don't take me down. And, you know, as soon as I surrendered and said, okay, do with me what you will. You know, I had actually put my mom's ashes in the Ganga a few weeks before. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, cool, I'll join my mom and like, uh, whatever's meant to be. And, and But yeah, that experience really, 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 and the continued reminder here in India, you know, when you see, see death all around you, as far as animal death and you know, yeah. human death and and foliage death. I mean, you should see what goes on here with the monsoon season and the and the hot season. I mean, yeah. it's like <laughs> it goes from everything is sparkling, alive, dancing, and then it just dies. Dies. Yeah. Almost like really quickly too. So. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy it wasn't your time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm like ah, oh, you know. But anyways, I pro- I mean. It, who knows if uh, I, I don't know whether I'm coming back or not. I don't know. I don't know what the next yeah. step is, you know. Uh, but you know, whatever. If you if you look at the philosophy of reincarnation, then whatever you're, you know, going through and working through and growing through in this life, you sort of pick up where you left off in the next life from some certain philosophies. You know, and you have to work through similar things. It may not be in the same country or the same language or the same thing, but you're sort of working through similar mm-hmm. things. Um, I always see reincarnation as going to school. 
I mean, you can't graduate from first grade until you know how to read, how to write, and how to do basic math. Yeah. So maybe it'll take you one year, one lifetime. Maybe it'll take you, you know, a thousand lifetimes. But until you learn that, you will never graduate and move yeah. on to second grade. Um, so. Yeah. It's similar, similar yeah. philosophy, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's and, the same philosophy. And it's interesting. It's, it's like... So, you know, if I would have died at that particular time, then I... You know, wouldn't have had the opportunity to work through what I'm, what I've worked through since then. You know, which is is quite a lot. <laughs> and when I think about it, um, but maybe nothing at all when I think about it too. Who knows? <laughs> well, what do you think? Is there life after death? What is? How would you talk to your kids about death, if at all? Would you tell them? Uh, would you tell them about death if nobody died, just so they know that it exists? Or would you keep it like a, I don't know, a hidden, terrible hidden secret that you're not allowed to talk about? Mm. Share with us. We want to know. Yeah, share, with, share with us your experiences about death. Go to our, our website, www.fullmoonrising.co, and you can go, I actually... The direct webpage is www.fullmoonrisingmusic.com slash, slash B-N-Y-M-U-M dot H-T-M-L. That's fullmoonrisingmusic.com slash B-N-Y-M-U-M dot H-T-M-L. And send feedback. Go in there. Take a look around, too. There's a lot of links and... and, and readings about different approaches on the, on the death. Death issue. The death issue, so to speak. <laughs> um, I also want to mention one last thing before we finish. You know, in most, um, in most movie and stuff, the angel of death is portrayed as a ripper. You know, it rips your soul. Something really, really scary, but... Um, there's this wonderful movie called uh, Meet Joe Black with Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins in which death wants to come to life for a little bit and experience what that is. And uh, go watch it. It's a very interesting take on death. Mm. Plus, plus, if death looks like Brad Pitt, I I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You people are wonderful. Yep. We you love are. you. Live so you can die. So you can die happy. Yeah. You know? Live fully. Yeah. Love openly. Mm. Yeah. Do your best. And you. March out. Enjoy. <laughs> Bye-bye.